I'm going to start with a piece from Nikita Gill called Be That Kind of Person. Be the kind of person who isn't afraid to ask someone if they are okay twice if they say they are but look like they aren't. Be the kind of person that smiles at people even if they don't smile back. Be the kind of person you wished for when no one was there for you. Be the kind of person who is brave enough to stand alone in a crowd for what is right. Be that person because we need more people like that in the world. Be that person because people like that are rarer than the rarest diamonds and gold. It becomes easy to be lost in our own crap and so easy to miss when there's someone in need in front of us and we can help. A while back, I was introduced to Rule 303. Google it. It states, if you have the means, you have a duty to act. Often we think we don't have the skills or the time or the finances to really make a difference. Often, all it takes is to show someone you give a damn. I say this all the time, healthy connection is everything. Seeing someone where they are at and seeing their worth. It's not always easy because we have to get through our prejudices in order to do that. And most of us don't want to deal with the fact that we have them. We all do. I don't believe most people are intentionally prejudiced. Maybe I'm sitting in denial on that. I'm open to that possibility. I've seen enough times that when the right codes are pushed, some really dark shit can come flying out of those you would least expect. We live in a society where prejudices are incorporated and those in power use them to their advantage. There's a reason why there are fights over what is taught in school and it's not the bullshit people are programmed to believe. It's not about morals or Jesus or whatever they scream about in school committee meetings. They do not want us to figure it out and get on the same page. They don't want us to truly acknowledge what's there or to do the work to deconstruct what is underneath. It can't be regulated or legislated away. Only healed. And it's a process where there's no, I'm perfectly fixed now. Makes it hard to capitalize, right? This rabbit hole can go on forever, but the point is that it's there. It's not our fault, but it's our duty to learn to understand and then heal. Screaming at each other and trying to power over on it solves nothing. This part deserves books worth of conversation, and I'm not close to doing it justice here, but I have to get back on point. Prejudice is programmed deep, but it's programming. It's not who we are, naturally. When connected beneath that, we're naturally curious, wondering, and caring beings. Our first instinct is to help. Often, that programmed voice pipes in and stops us, but that first whisper is to help. Pay attention to how you operate. Don't do anything different. Just observe the little nudges and inklings that start to pipe up before the other voices start calling the shots. What starts being whispered? Don't judge any of it. It's just information that's worth studying and using to learn about who we really are under all this shit. I see it all the time in my Facebook community. People sharing some pretty deep, vulnerable stuff and being surrounded and supported. 
it's interesting to observe because so often, if they interacted out in the wild of social media, they'd very likely be at each other's throats. That crap isn't who we are. I forget this a lot sometimes, and I have to step away from social media myself often because I get so worked up over it and I want to give up. Or worse, I get swept up in some bullshit and get pissed off. Thankfully, most of the time, I catch myself before I hit send on a verbal Molotov cocktail. It may feel good in the moment, and the adrenaline rush of a good Twitter beef is real, but at the end of the day, what benefit is really brought? Nobody learns anything, everyone doubles down, and a whole lot of loud nothing is accomplished, other than wasted emotions and billionaires cashing in on them. We're better than that, despite the lack of encouragement to embrace that. We get to be different and create different. It's not love and light or sunshine and rainbows. It is damn hard and owning our shit sucks. Holding space for things that make our skin crawl also sucks. There are points where we just can't because of what traumas we're carrying and there are, of course, things we can't forgive or let go. And that has to be okay. We have to heal at the pace we're ready. And that's it. Period. This is why it takes a village. Because there are spaces where some of us can't while others have the capacity and willingness. That has to be okay, too. It is not about smoothing shit over like it never happened. Healing is damn hard on an individual level and on a community level. It's what makes it so easy for the powers to be to create divided societies where it's a lot more appealing not to. Bubbles where people connect through darkness and hate is the creation. Virtual gladiator arenas where the masses can feast on the bloodthirst being sold to them. Bitter rivalries invented for their sport and profit. We're just puppets here to dance to fill that greed and bloodlust. This is not who we are. This is who we were made to be. We can be something else. We can be who nature designed us to be, which is a caring, supportive society connected through love, joy, wonder, and hope. The only thing we have to change is everything we are taught to be. It's a hard sell, and I'm a lousy enough salesman as it is. Guess I'll keep yelling into the crowd that doesn't want to hear it until eventually somebody does. Maybe that's what my existence is about, to leave breadcrumbs for others to find in the future. My ego really hates that honestly, but maybe it is what is. For now, I'll just continue writing on and trying my best to be that which is described in the earlier piece I read, and try to get it right more than I bungle it up. Thanks for listening.